Mayfield and Company, live on ESPN Las Vegas and ESPN Sports Reno. Welcome in Reno. Probably don't want to hear uh, from Las Vegas <laughs> at this point right now. Yeah. Cofield and Company, live from Las Vegas. I had a terrible time, Reno. Yep, I know. Probably not feeling blue because the cannon's red. (laughs) It's a state red. Yeah. I mean, there's, you know. Yeah, so. Back to back. So they don't get to paint it again, right? Do they just put a fresh coat of red on? Yeah, I think they do. put a fresh coat of red? Yeah, it's a whole ceremony thing. Okay. You bring it to the campus and paint it. Do we have Caleb on at some point this week? Herring? Oh yeah, we have them on every week. I probably this. Ooh. Well, because we have a lot, we're we're preempted yeah. quite a bit for baseball throughout the week. We're gonna have to get. We have to make see if Caleb can come on at some point, or maybe we'll record with him. So Caleb, did you see the picture he tweeted out? So he tweeted out a picture of him the one year that they won the cannon when he was playing. The way that Caleb is holding the paintbrush in his picture, I I don't understand what's happening. He's got it like gripped really hard. Yeah, see, Demond's <laughs> looking at it. Adam, you've got to look at this. I got to pull this up. Right he's got it gripped like really hard, and he's holding it almost like my my two year old child holds a fork for the first time. Like he doesn't really know what to do with it. And there seems to be some really aggressive painting on the side, on the like by Caleb Herring in this photo. It's almost yeah. worrying me. Yeah, what's he? He looks angry at the can, right? I mean, well, it's, it's, an it's still blue. It's still mostly blue. That's probably why. Maybe so. Yeah, well, I, I don't. He, first of all, like me, he's never painted anything. Clearly, you never gone to like a color me mine. No, come on, nothing. No, I've I've gone to like twice. The last I, one I, I did an art class in sixth grade. Sure. So yeah, we've all painted something at some point. Or sure, least. but I mean, like you, you've never, he's never he's never like helped out like on a project, like a home project. You never like, painted never a paint. room? Absolutely not. Even with a roller? I've never used a hammer. Okay, that's ridiculous. Never. Never? I, yeah, no. I'm going to get sidetracked here. I can't, yeah, I literally. I know you've never changed a tire. You don't know how to change a tire. I have done it. Okay, you have. I have. Uh, But I will say, like, when, you know, we play this game with Mike Romalo, who covers the Rebels, of just throwing out foods. Have you ever tried this? And it's almost always no. What manual labor task has Adam not done? If you throw out a manual labor task, it's very likely I've not done it. And wouldn't know how to even begin. Mow the lawn. When I was a kid. Okay. Sure. But as an adult, no. And in fact, I made when I was looking for a house, I was like, I please need desert landscaping. You need rocks. Not for yeah. the environment. No. Because I just I can't mow the lawn. Yeah. Wouldn't know how to do it. What about just screwing something in? Yeah, if you give me but you'd have to tell me which screw. Oh, I thought dude, I thought you were gonna tell me. You're just gonna which, tell me which direction. No, no, no. I know do that. <laughs> no, like if you were like, hey, this needs to be screwed in, I'd be like, give me the the screw and the screwdriver. Do you know the and difference be able to do it. between the screwdriver types? The, the, like the, turns. the flathead and the Phillips? Yeah. Yeah. I I know which one is which. Okay, all right, all right. So I've had to use it to like connect video game systems. The old one, you'd have to hook up like the wires. A man of culture, just sure. like myself. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean for the most part, like hang a picture? No way. Do you, you gotta think, like put a nail in and then put the, like try to balance it? No. So no, you clearly live an affluent life. And that's why you've never yeah. had to do these things. Yeah. Do you think Deion Sanders has ever hung up a photo or mowed a lawn or probably yeah. in his youth, right? Yeah, I feel like he at some point. I mean, he hasn't in a long time. Right. I mean, if I was rich, I wouldn't lift a finger. No. I'd never. be like the Kardashians who told their nannies, "If we wake up because of our infant child, you're fired." 
<laughs> you don't know that they told him. That's a, it's a rumor that I I believe. 100%. I, I don't. I don't care. I believe it. I don't. I, I t- no, I'm not going to get into it. So I, I actually think Kim's a good mom. Right. <laughs> I bring up Deion Sanders because we do at least have to mention because Demond does have a bet with Steve Cofield. He does. It's Seven. not. It's not. It's not going to end well. Uh, how many losses do they have now? Three. Yep. Yeah. So you need seven wins this year, correct? Mm-hmm. And you also have a bet over the next two years. Is it Colorado versus who? Arizona. Who looks great. <laughs> yeah. Whose backup quarterback is better than their starting quarterback and just beat the crap out of Washington State. So how would you feel on Friday? I texted you. The response I got after I was like, ooh, not looking good, was Dion just wants to make it interesting. Yeah. Well, he did. <laughs> <laughs> I did see that. <laughs> Well, he made it really interesting. He made the post game interesting too, because they uh, they blew a twenty nine to nothing lead, and I wanted to bring this up not to laugh at the the the, the blowing of a twenty nine nothing lead, but I do kind of find this dynamic somewhat interesting. You know, we've talked about before, right? The uh, was it the Colorado podcast that tweeted out Dion playing loud music at practice, like this is why Dion is special. He thinks of everything. He's getting ready for the road game at Oregon. Nobody gets ready like Coach Prime. It's like, well, okay, a lot of people have done yeah, that. Everybody, but, every team does that in the, in the yeah. country. So every little thing he does is, hey, man, Dion's never – this. you've never seen something like this before. I saw somebody tweet out, the country is tuning in to Pac-12 at dark or you know, at night. After because, dark. Yeah, because Dion's there. It's like, no, there's a term for it. It's called Pac-12 after yeah, dark. People, people watch it for a while. So he's, he's like flawless. And even in the losses – I feel like there's this weird thing going yeah, now, 100, percent where it's not Dion, and I was, I, I feel like maybe I'm overdoing this. No, so he's ever punted on fourth down before, right? Like, okay, so <laughs> let's hear too. from Stephen A. Smith because Stephen A. was on first take with Shannon Sharp, who looked a little weird today. And you want to get into that? Maybe later. I feel like it's dangerous territory. <laughs> I feel like that's when I'm on the edge. Who's doing his makeup? I mean, I, anyway, evil Steve say, Urkel was hilarious. <laughs> evil Steve, Urkel. you saw it? Yeah. Something. Something. Stephen A. Smith, I want to play this. This is the first. He started talking about the Colorado loss and saying, going down the path of, hey, it's unacceptable. But then he kind of took a turn, and I was like, wait, Stephen, I think you're missing the point. I believe that Deion Sanders is a coach. I think he's a hell of a coach. He needs some dogs, as he told us. Mm -hmm. He's about seven or eight dogs away, but here's the problem. The players got caught up in the shine their coach generated. All right, so I don't like that already. The players got caught up in the shine. I mean, it's your culture that you're establishing in Colorado, right? You want to be confident. You want to be who you are. The shine is the program. Right. That's all they're based on. They're exuding the personality traits of their coach. You see that at times. But uh, this also, I mean, to be fair, this also comes from Dion. Because Dion after the game was like, these players don't love football. They only like it. Oh, I'm going to get to him, yes. But but that's what he's creating this, like, the players are at fault for the fact that they don't know what they're doing. Y'all are getting your ass kicked. Show up, stand up, because your daddy and to the players on that squad, your coach, is as much bravado as he had, as much swag as he had, he was the best on the planet. Week in and week out, you knew primetime Deion Sanders was the best probably ever. Y'all ain't on that level. Stop acting like it and show up on the damn field and do what the hell you're supposed to do instead of getting your ass kicked on national television. Somebody got to say it. Where are we at? Somebody's got to say it. Somebody's got to say it. And if you watch the game, I don't know, 
Is it the smartest move to ask a kid coming back from a lacerated liver to again play almost every single snap on both sides of the ball and watch him get cooked by the opposing wide receiver? By the way, only he's cooked, gassed? only cooked down the stretch. Yes. Because he was dominant in the first half. Right. But he was and, and losing it. lost it in the second half because he hadn't played in a month. And he had, a, yes, as you said, internal injuries. And they were like, yep, doesn't matter. We're going to keep playing you. That doesn't sound like the player's fault. That sounds like maybe your head coach should make a decision there in limiting his snap count because it's his first game back. At it, altitude, by the way. Yeah. You're playing at home. It's, it's actually something, I mean, to tie it in with the Raiders, like it's something Josh McDaniels talked about today, which is Max Crosby's played every defensive snap the last two weeks. And he's like, we've got to manage it. You know, it's something that we have to take a look at. We're actually limiting his practice early in the week to make sure that he can play a lot on Sunday. And we're only able to do it because, like, yesterday they had, like, 40 offensive snaps and, like, 24 defensive snaps in the first half. Like, when that happens, you can kind of do it. But that's just a defensive player. And and one of the best conditioned defensive players in the entire NFL. And they're like, we have to monitor our snaps. Colorado's like, oh, you're back? All right, good. Get out there for every yes. single play. And then get absolutely torched, as you said, after completely dominating the first half, having nothing left in the tank, and you just keep running them out there to cover the same kid and get burned all day. And the other part about that game – they had so many penalties. They were so undisciplined in many different facets, including they got called for personnel changes, I think, three different times there was a flag That's call. That's the players. And that, players got to want it. Dion after the game. There's so many different packages that you run and so many different personnel, but you got to understand we're basing our change of personnel on what they're changing. So that kind of happens when – they having different personnel groups, and the, the, the referee is, is holding the game up, so we get a chance to substitute as well. What was happening is, is one guy was coming off the field appropriately, and he saw something, and he stopped. So that gives us twelve men on the field. It, it was things like that that was transpiring, which I, we can't even wrap our head around it because we practice this stuff repeatedly. Again, it's like it's the players. It's not us. Yeah, your your defensive coordinator is sitting there. Every time the shot with the camera would pan over to the defense coordinator, and he's sitting there just blindsided, like, uh, uh, uh. No, it's on you! <laughs> you. Like, all of these other coaches are not having these consistent problems. And this is where I'm kind of – like, I think Deion Sanders is good for football and college yeah. football, and people are watching, and it's awesome. And you're paying attention to a program that was awful last year. But we're starting to get into the territory. Stephen A. Smith – is calling players out on national television. Dion after the game is doing that, saying like you said, "Are we need people who are going to love this and love this like I do?" And all like, what are we doing? Yeah, how about? I mean, again, I I don't want to criticize what he has done in terms of he's about you know the, the interviews and the publicizing the program and pushing it out there and marketing all this stuff and the swag and he's preaching all that stuff. I I don't think I don't think it's a secret that he doesn't coach the team, right? I mean. He's not the coach. He's he's the like the CEO. Right. Like he's like he's like the offense coordinator is fully in charge of the offense. Defense right. coordinator. Like yes. I, he's not sitting in like film sessions all day. Which, by the way, he probably should because again, in overtime, he likes to go first <laughs> as opposed to going playing on defense. One of the most important parts in those situations is information. You want to know what you need to do as a team to win the game. And each time he's been like Colorado State, and then this game here. Now we're gonna go first. No, you don't do that. No. no. Uh, yeah. I, look, I think there's a ton of fault to go at the coaching staff in Colorado for what happened and for what's happened in a couple of games this year. And for some reason, you know, it's it's not said because he's pushing the narrative that hits the players. They We taught him everything. 
They just have to put it in. Like, no, you still have to coach during the game, too. You can only do so much. Yeah, you have to coach during the game, too. And you have to put them in the best positions. That's what we talk about analytics all the time. Like, you're not guaranteeing anything. You're just giving your team the best chance to potentially succeed. And that doesn't seem to be what Dion's doing with a lot of decisions that he's made. So I think a lot more attention has to be placed on him than on the players. And I'll go back to you brought up a guy, and I will go to Oregon and Washington again. It's a, I want to stop real quick also because I also want to point out that this also was never a good team. Colorado. It was, they were never going to oh, be a sure, good team. Oh, sure, yeah. And people got carried away because they beat a TCU team that had lost everyone. Like, oh! And if you remember, what I said before that game was, hey, I think they're going to be better than people think. And then after they beat TCU, which was everybody changed their opinion. Well, this is going to work. I said, no, it's no, not. They, they you watched that game. Powerhouse in Nebraska. Yeah, you watched that game, and you're like, this is not going to work. Yep. And everybody got carried away because of the result. That's, that's looking too much at a result and not actually what happened. And I'll go back to the Oregon-Washington game. Dan Lanning goes for it on that fourth down before the half. Dan Lanning goes for it on fourth down to win the game. Immediately afterwards, can he talk about how Bo Nix maybe was inaccurate or whatever? Immediately after the game, when he was asked about it, my fault. My fault. Put it on me. We lost the game. All that. Like, that was – it was all saying and it the wasn't, right things. And it wasn't his fault. Right. But it's just – it's doing that instead of going straight to, ah, it's the player's of fault. Course. And, yeah. and, and, to be, and to be fair, too, it's not just Dion. Mario Cristobal does this garbage all does. the time. Of course And I absolutely hate it. It's ridiculous. But to get to this, like – And who else did it? Who's that? Marcus Arroyo. I mean, my guy gave me a Gatorade on the way back from San Jose State, so I don't know. Marcus Arroyo and I are still tight. Cofield and Company, live on ESPN Las Vegas and ESPN Sports Reno. Things are happening, and I'm not really enjoying them at this point right now. True. 5-4 now? Yeah, the ALCS is underway. Game two, Rangers currently lead the Houston Astros 5-4. That was a 4-0 lead in the first inning. But the Astros, because they never die, refuse to go away. Leclerc has come in here and walked two batters. Yeah, runners on first and second. Two outs, but the Astros, which are just really freaking good. Somewhat significantly, to too, is that the, the fact that he walked the last two batters now brings up the seventh hitter, and that means you're going to get at least the top of the order, if not yep. into the top of the order a little bit in the bottom of the ninth. So uh, definitely some developments going on as McCormick whiffs wildly after like nine straight balls. Uh Perhaps even more importantly, John, uh, something came up during the break that I wanted to address. No, the story was off the record. No, no, no. Uh, okay. That story was. Uh, the We have you know a very fine uh, amenities here at, at Lotus Broadcast. Oh, boy, you walked out of the room. Okay, yeah. I did. Uh, oh, oh, thank God. Texas almost booted him over at third. <laughs> oh, my God. Got out of the inning, though. Woo, we'll let's go. go. We'll go to the ninth, 5-4, Texas. Uh I went. It's, you know, it's a little warm in our studio today. Yeah, a little bit. I needed I needed water. I needed to get out there. I was starting to feel a little queasy, a little warm. You were you were shriveling up uh, as yeah. we all are. And so I went to get water here, and this is not this is not about Lotus necessarily, but there is a water machine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It has cold water, which is phenomenal. Mm-hmm, Love it. Mm-hmm. It's got hot water, which if you're making a tea, coffee, sure. whatever, yeah, you know, yeah. use the hot water. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's also a button for room temperature water. Interesting. 
for freaks. What kind of psychopath is drinking <laughs> room? T- if there's a choice of cold, like sometimes the room temperature is all you can get, right? Like you're like, oh man, I can t- I'll take it. I need some kind of water. If there's cold, who's picking room temperature and why is that a choice? My only guess would be that if you're using the water in a coffee machine, you'd rather use the room temperature water. Because the coffee machine is going to heat it up, it'll take longer, and it won't get as hot if you're using ice cold water. Is that that's true? Yeah, I mean, use it's the like, hot. Why don't you use the hot one? Well, it's too hot to put in there. <laughs> is that a thing? Yeah. All right. No, I thought people were choosing room temperature water. I'm like three percent sure on that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Real quick, we got a text in at the start of the show, and hey, I'm just now getting to it. Six nine one eight seven code. ESPN. ESPN. Text in. Text whatever you want. But this conversation has really got me proving them right. Damn, we get JVT, Damon, and Adam Hill. What? <laughs> this could be the best show ever. Or there worse. You go. See? It's best or worst, usually, is the... That cold room water conversation. Also, by the way, I, I have learned something recently just from listening, even when I'm not here. If you're out there, if you want to get your text read, 69187 ESPN is the code. Mm-hmm. Mention Damon's name. Oh, <laughs> it's all day, So the other day, Steve and I were having like a really serious conversation about like a serious topic. And Damon, so you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and so then all of a sudden, Damon just pops the mic and we're, we're remote. Like we're not even in the same room. And Damon just starts talking. Yeah, we got a text. And we're just, and Steve even's like, oh, okay, yeah, go ahead and read it. And it was like, Damon's awesome. <laughs> like he, it completely, like not even hit the brakes on the show. He reached over and yanked the emergency brake on the conversation, yeah, went flying to fit in a text that just said Demon was awesome. That's and, important, and you know how jarring it was because he already knows which moment I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, in my defense, it was to close out the show. So I mean, I mean, it was yes. well, yeah, yeah, because you you were running out of time. It was during grab bag. I was listening. This is part of what I'm referencing that you just have to mention Demon in a text. I was listening and I was like, whoa. Is there breaking some there's breaking news? Yeah. Yes, the text says Demond's awesome. Okay. This is why I read the text. Another text just came in. Oh. I stand with the texter. Best show ever. <laughs> there we go. Is it the same number? Another person. Is, oh, okay, all right, good. All right, there you Another go. Another one. What happened? Uh, was our guy happy? Uh I don't want to acknowledge that person. You did! You both did! You both ruined the bit! When? On social media. Oh, to respond? Yes. You respond I responded after you did. Demond's the one that ruined it entirely. Yeah, he, did. he did. Tune in early. Because I saw that, and my immediate thought was, we are totally opening. I had a really good theory on chips and salsa, and we're, we're just we're opening Wait, what's with the theory? Actually, I don't have one. I would just, you know what I mean? Because I, 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 I had a chips and salsa experience this weekend. I thought you really had something. Oh, okay. Well, tell me this, because I do have, I have my thoughts on chips and salsa, which are fantastic. Well, you might be able to relate to this a little bit, seeing as how you married into... Uh, a different culture. And uh, as any good white person will tell you, the percentages of their ethnicity, I'm half Mexican. Okay. Uh, I I walked into a party where I think, pretty sure I was the only white at the party. Okay. And it was, there was, it was a lot of Mexican people at this party. Okay. And I was instantly terrified of the salsa. Why? I was like, it's going to be incredibly spicy. I know it is. No, no. So I'm glad you said this. But here's the thing. Okay. It was. Really good. Yes. Okay, all right. <laughs> it was. So I actually, just a couple of weeks ago, went to a wedding of uh, of Mexican, people of Mexican descent. Sure. And I was very, very disappointed because they had me help set up the event. Isabel was a bridesmaid, so I had to go early while she took pictures. So we were there from like 9 a.m. to like 8 o'clock at night. It, the wedding was fine, but like being there that long stunk. But they're like, hey, we got to set up. 
can you help us out? And I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. Whatever we need to do, you know, help out, whatever. And they're like, can you set up the chips and salsa for us? I was like, oh, cool. So I'm like, you're thinking about the opposite. I'm like, dude, man, it's a Mexican wedding. We're going to get some good food. I can't wait to see, like, you know, like what corner mart they got this salsa from. I'm so stoked. I love salsa. I love spicy food. And they pull out these giant jugs of paste salsa. Oh, come on. It was the most disappointing thing I've ever experienced in my life. And it got even more disappointing when the spread was like generic meat, vegetables, and potatoes. I like. Oh, there was very good, like, taco. Taco bar, tacos de lengua. Sure, yeah, it was. uh, It was legit. Tacos de cabeza. But then I was like, I'm going to try one chip. I want to see the salsa with onion and cilantro. I just immediately was just sweating, and everybody's like, "What's wrong? I'm good. I'm good. (laughs) I was going to pass out." So you don't like spicy stuff? Not at all. Nothing. Man, I love spicy. Are you a spicy person? Love hot food. Okay. So how do you get your wings? Medium. Because I don't want to go mild seems just like. I've eaten wings with Adam before. It's like generic buffalo sauce, right? Like that's, Medium. Yeah, kind of your yeah. go-to. Yeah, yeah. Although the, uh, like the garlic butter ones that they're doing now. Oh, man. Garlic butter? What is this? It's uh, I think it's garlic butter. I always forget what it is. Cajun butter? Cajun garlic? Something. Okay. They're doing, uh, our, good, our friend over at Naked City is doing them now. It's absolutely incredible. I could, I'll eat like, I'll eat jala, like pickled jalapenos by themselves. Oh, no chance. So good. Real quick, I was at Big Chicken. That's where I was, I was watching say, the Colorado game. You have another game. text about yourself. No, I was. At, that's where I was watching the Colorado game. Was at Big Chicken on Friday night, and they have the that's Nashville Shack spot, right? Yes. Okay. Right, right around the corner from UNLV, and I was like, "Hey, I'll get the Nashville hot sandwich, even hotter now." So I said, "Let me get the hottest version that you guys got." Was regretting it. Not salt, not spicy, or too spicy. It was too spicy, but it felt like they just coated on that that yeah, extra yeah. spicy it's, flavor. Well, the one it didn't like nothing was changed in the formula. They just said we're just gonna add even more spice to it, so it, it kind of made it unenjoyable. The new one, there's a couple of spots. I think it's just Nashville hot chicken. Is that I think that's what it's called. They make you sign the waiver on the hot one. So I'll get the mild or the medium, and then get one that's the preposterous level one. Yeah. Just to make myself very uncomfortable, and it it's it's brutal. So there's a place, there's a local um, Mexican place out here. Um, I guess we're not going to give them free pops. We don't want to. Um, if you know what I'm talking about, you'll know where I'm at. Uh, but they have a molcajete challenge. So it's like this giant. <laughs> what you like? I'm doing it on purpose to bug mm-hmm. Adam. Yeah. So like it's, it. but it's essentially it's like a you know spicy food challenge deal. It's like shrimp and all sorts of different stuff. I think they have no pales in there, whatever. <laughs> um, but it is. Not only is it one of the spiciest things I've ever tried, and you only have 20 minutes to eat it, they also make it temperature hot, like boiling hot. Oh. So you have like 20 minutes to eat this thing, but you got to wait 18 for it to even be consumable from a temperature standpoint, and then the temperature makes the spice even more unbearable, oh, yeah. Yeah. right? It's, it's, everything's working against you. It's one of the, it's, I tried it, this, the food. Somebody else tried the challenge. It was one of the hottest things I've ever had. Instant diarrhea. What, it was okay, what's what's the <laughs> what's the challenge? You have to eat how much of it? You have to eat all of it. And how much is it? It's like it's like twelve. I think it's like twelve. No, it's like twenty pieces of shrimp. It's like the three like good sized blocks of cheese. Like I said, it's got the nopales or whatever in it. You gotta eat it's a got, whole block of it, cheese. It's it's essentially a block of cheese cut into like four strips. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh. And some people like drink the juice out of the molcajete. <laughs> shrimp and cheese sounds delicious you just get it mild it was insanity yeah i mean you probably can all right but they push it out in a little like a little cart and there's like an alarm thing on it woo, woo, woo. <laughs> sounds very very gimmicky it, it is 
Okay. It was good, but it's very disappointing. All this being said, I like high food. Yeah, the, here. you might have liked the salsa at this. Was it a fun party? Gathering. It was pretty fun. Couldn't help that I w- noticed that I wasn't invited, but that's fine. Well, I wasn't either. Okay. What? Yes, you were. I wasn't. That's a Technically. lie. No, because it was planned by not the couple. I'm very close with the couple. Obviously. It was planned by not the couple, friends that I don't really know. Ooh. And it had already started, and then I just got a text like, yo, just come through. Well, I didn't get so, yeah, I wasn't, so that's an invite. Well. I was not invited. <laughs> I don't get invited to a lot of things. I hear about these things afterwards, but you know, it really makes me question who I am as a person. Well, you're a family person. That doesn't mean anything. It does. I have all sorts it do- of things. Oh, it does. No, this you, is no, a whole thing, No, too. it means you assume yes, things. For sure. Right. For but sure. But those things aren't true. For most people, they are. Like, I if think- I wanted let's go get wasted right now. All right. I'll tell you. I'll, I'll do it. I'm, I can do it. So after the show? Is I, doing? I, I just got to send a text. That's what my life is like. That's how I roll. All right. I don't know if I want to, though. I'm still hurt. What if, you did, what if you just came home tomorrow morning? Well, I would See, that's the thing. I would at least have to tell them. <laughs> I can't just not tell them that I'm not coming home, but yeah, I could do that if I, I wanted to. I don't live my life that way. By sending a text. I, it's not even asking permission. It's just letting them know, hey, like wife, it. I'm just not coming home tonight. I'm with Adam. And the second I say I'm with Adam, the response would be like, oh, good. Have fun. Yeah. Because I live in like a normal relationship. <laughs> no, no, that's Do you have abnormal. any dangerous friends where if like, I'm out with so-and-so, it'd be, oh, no, you're not? No, I live a boring life where yeah, I'm Dan- actually Danny. the dangerous friend. If you set up with Danny, no. it'd, be, it'd be real trouble. No, it would not. <laughs>30 minutes coming up in what are we talking like 10 or so matt jacobs is going to be with us sports betting analyst we'll talk a little about the uh, incoming schedule in college football however we are officially under protest i am speaking for the show now as the lead captain we are operating under protest for the next 25 minutes it's because somebody of- fix the air conditioning <laughs> i'm dying it's getting hotter by the moment. It's, it's the, the, this, really the creases hot. in my legs behind my knees are dripping water. Damon had to go change his shirt. He did. Because the pit stains were growing to enormous proportions. I, Show us that we matter. I was starting to get physically ill. I was nauseous. The, 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 the thermostat is made of plastic and there's a knob on it. It's the first time I've seen a thermostat without a digital interface in like 20 years. Help us. I'm crying out for help. We're, de- we're definitely getting suspended for this. <laughs> There's no way we're doing a show. Well, you can't send an next- email. You can't ask for help. So I'm asking the company. I'm asking the people. Speak up for us. Line up outside. Protest. I feel like we're definitely getting a two-day two suspension for this. No chance we're going to be on. But I can, I can use the day off. You're correct. I it's it's not comfortable. You know it's funny. The second I started yelling, like three people started walking up. I was like, oh my god, they're listening. And the thing is, they're not going to come to fix it. They're going to come to yell at me for it. Of course. It. Yeah, it would be it'd be much more imp- important right? to tell you to stop complaining on the air than it would be to actually not make it a thousand degrees in here. It's not that hot outside. 
Why is it so hot in here? I don't know. It's a very important. There's a, there's a Lotus exec standing outside. Is there? Really? Help us! Are they listening? It's ninety degrees in here. At least. Maybe we're getting sabotaged. At at some point, I think we we're talking to Sam. It felt like the heat came on. Oh yeah, I think it was. That's why, like we last, you know, last break, I talked about going to get water because I thought I was going to throw up. I'm going to pass out in here. Okay, well, um, the people are listening. <laughs> Got a new text in at 69187, keyword ESPN, if you want to be a part of the show. Devon seems cool. I'm leaving a one-star Yelp review for Lotus, and I will update <laughs> it once the AC is fixed. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. I don't even think – honestly, you're right. I don't think it, the AC does need to be fixed, of course. it's The heat is on. It has to be. It ha- there's no possible way it's this hot in here without the heat being on. I think it's hotter. Oh, wait right oh, to the warning track. This day was about to get right so to much track. worse. I was about to start. <laughs> You're going to be hot. They were going to tie the game. It was a whole thing. Yeah, it's uh, one out, bottom nine. Texas is still up 5-4 in this one. That lineup's still not as hot as this room. <laughs> it's, Even though they scored it's abnormally, the It's abnormally hot. It's October 16th. It's supposed to be a nice day. It w- I mean, look, it was worse in July here, but now it's like five months later. And we're I'm win- no, I'm willing to get in trouble. Just like like seven or four or five years ago when I also got in trouble and we called out all these heathens for the pizza that was brought for us. <laughs> and they, all, they all came and ate it. Damon, people that had left the office early came back to eat our pizza. Was it that good? Well, yeah, you yes. know, so sorry. It was very good, but here, here's the issue, and it, it does relate to other people's workplaces in a way of people will just eat anything for free, obviously. They don't care whose it is or what it is. Literally, a company was like, hey, we're bringing you food. Can you just eat it? It's not, you know, just if you want to talk about it, you can, but, you know, whatever. Like, we're just, we want you to try our food. We're like, oh, cool. They Thanks. bring it. We're like, oh, we'll put it out on the, uh, we'll put it out in the, uh, in the kitchen, and when the show's over, it's done. There was nobody left in the building. We're the only ones here. And all of a sudden, it's gone. And apparently, somebody saw it, started texting everyone else that works here, and they started driving back into work to eat our pizza. It's the most people I've seen in this office ever. And we're like, wait, where did these people come from? They're I mean, just flooding through the doors because they had brought like 10 pizzas. If I, if I say that there's pizza available, will you come fix the AC? It's Cofield and Company's Eye on Sports Gaming on ESPN Las Vegas and ESPN Sports Reno. A reminder, too, Monday Night Football coming up here on ESPN Las Vegas. You want to check it out here, or if you've been listening, you heard Lindsey Brown out at Twin Peaks out at Eastern, well, Eastern location, you know where that's at, 4.30 to 6.30. So she's going to be out there for Monday Night Football. Check it out. What'd she call it? A Dirty Shirley? Dirty Shirley. I also, assume if it's you an alcoholic Shirley temp- want to talk music references from 15 years ago, she's your person. That was a good reference, the Cisco temperature reference. I mean, the, te- the only temperature we have in here is magma hot. Because <laughs> <laughs> this is, it, it's, like the, it's like the studio version of Hot Ones, where it just gets like progressively hotter and to see if you can still keep doing a show. They're just testing us, see yeah. what's going on. Yeah. It's the show with hot questions and even, <laughs> 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 and even hotter takes. <laughs> 
All right, well, let's get to some hot takes and uh, hot questions as well. Matt Jacobs with a sports betting analyst at Matt or Jacob up on uh, X. Also, I assume, in a well-conditioned room, uh, not one like the one that we're currently sitting in. Matt, we appreciate it. So we just watched – I wanted to ask you really quick. Just watched the Texas Rangers take a 2-0 series lead in the ALCS. Did you have anything in the uh, in baseball and anything for later today in the NLCS? <clears throat> I did not have anything. I'm doing anything for tonight. Um, I, I actually uh, kind of glad I didn't have anything today. I would have, I would have, even though the Rangers are red hot and, and they just seem like they're a – they seem to be a team of destiny almost along the lines of the Phillies right now. But uh, – uh, I just I, I thought the Astros were in a good bounce back spot there, and uh, so one of those bets I didn't make that uh, was a smart one not to make. But boy, look at what Bochy's doing! It's just been so so impressive. Um, you know, I saw a stat today watching the game that uh, they're, that he's thirteen and zero all time when winning game one of a series, and uh, so he's on a roll. If I had a lean in this late game, I would lean under the total. Um, teams off a little bit of a layoff. Five days for the D backs, four days for the Phillies. Both have their aces on the mound on proper rest. So, um, you know, even though the Phillies were mashing, and obviously the D-backs mashed pretty good, too, in their uh, two series wins, I would lean under the total in this game, uh, certainly in the first five innings. I like it. By the way, Bruce Bochy and I have something in common. We both wear size and? eight. We both wear size eight fitteds. We both have massive heads. <laughs> oh, that's what we do. You're part of the Melon Club. That's right. Nice. Uh, Monday Night Football, you got anything Chargers and Cowboys? Yeah, I like uh, – it's scary because as a former Charger fan, I emphasize former once they left San Diego, they lost me. Um, and I know Brandon Staley all too well. It's, it's, it's scary to say this, but I like the Chargers in this game. Um, you got two knucklehead head coaches going up against each other. I wrote earlier this week that uh, no matter which way you bet this game, there's a good chance one, if not both coaches, are going to screw your bet at some point or other because that's who they are. But, um, you know, I think the Cowboys, I know they stayed on the West Coast, but and they're going to have a massive crowd advantage in this game, no doubt about it. But, you know, that's, that was a terrible showing in San Francisco last week. I know that they're 10-1 and one straight up against the spread off a loss, so there's a big, strong trend in that direction. Chargers are coming off their bye. I like their offense. Um, I think it's going to be, a, you know, as all, all games have been this week, guys, as you all know, and really for the last three weeks, it's been an under machine in the NFL. This is the highest total of the week at 50 and a half. The Chargers' defense uh, leaves a lot to be desired. They're a little bit banged up on that side of the ball coming into this game. Uh, but, you know, McCarthy admitted this much earlier this week. He said, you know, we're a team now that's – we know we're, we're a defensive team. We're a defensive first team, so we have to play to that strength. So, you know, I think they're going to see him run the ball a lot in this game. I, I, I do think the Chargers plus one and a half in, a, in what should be a pretty close game is the way to go. And also uh, under 50 and a half. Um, this, this thing, looking at the, at the two teams offensively, it would scream shootout. But uh, we're not getting me on an NFL over right now. I well, first of all, are you suggesting Staley will screw your bet by making the right decision? <laughs> no, he'll make the he'll do something but making the wrong decision. Both coaches will. They're gonna. They're, it's just it's one of those games. That you're gonna be sitting on pins and needles because both these coaches are just awful, and it's tough. Every time you bet them, you know it's gonna come down to the wire, and and, and some decisions are gonna screw you. It seems like. I warn you, this is a very pro Staley show. Yeah, it's a very pro Staley show uh, you're dealing with well, right now. <laughs> I got you. Well, I I will, I will agree to disagree. How about that? <laughs> uh, a couple like a lot of a lot of games coming up. We will start with the local team just because there's so much uncertainty. How do you handle early in the week a game with the Bears and the Raiders that nobody knows who's playing quarterback in either case? I think you have to stay away, don't you? I, I you know neither quarterback leaves much to be desired. Uh, neither do the backups for that matter. So I can kind of see where if you have a if you have a, a, a deep insight and a, a strong feeling about, you know, the way the defense are playing or, or special teams coaching, that type of thing, um, you could go ahead and step in and make a wager right now. But, um, you know, 
again, Justin Fields has been so up and down. Garoppolo, we know who he is when he is healthy, and he's hardly ever healthy, um, at least getting through a full game. And, you know, after what happened yesterday, I would be surprised if he plays this week, but but who knows? I mean, you got a little bit of a clean bill. Again, a little bit of the scare lifted earlier this week, I know, but earlier today anyway. But, uh, yeah, I don't I don't know that you can approach this game from a, from a side perspective. Um, from a total perspective, it's one of the higher totals of the week. I would I would kind of look to the under. Uh, the Raiders' defense has you know gotten it pretty 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 together. They actually played a pretty good game against the Chargers a couple weeks ago, and obviously um, you know what they did last week, and uh, they they kind of seem to be and they're play, obviously playing a, a Patriots offense that's just garbage. But the but the Bears' offense isn't that great either. So if anything, I would I would look a little bit towards under the total. Um, especially, you know, if Fields doesn't play and, you know, throw that backup for Chicago, it's, it's not going to be a good scene. Bill, what, what, what did we call him earlier? Bilbo Baggins? Bilbo Baggins. Yeah, sounds like a, a hobbit creature, the backup quarterback of the Chicago <laughs> Bears. Uh, all right, Matt, yeah. so let, let's go to – I wanted to ask you a general question, and Matt Jacobs with us. Uh, you can follow Ooh. him on Twitter at Matt R. Jacob. Real quick but, update for people that are – not. I don't know how much you're on handicap. Apparently there's a massive brawl going on between the Chargers and Cowboys right now. But is it a brawl or is it like a sports brawl where they're like, just kind of gathering in a space? Well, apparently, and, Austin Eckler's helmet got knocked off of him in the uh, in the no, fracas. So we'll yeah. see if that does anything. <laughs> He's like five seven. It can actually could happen on accident. It's true. Um, <laughs> what is your handicapping process like in the NFL early in the week? Do you, do you have numbers that you're looking for immediately when they get opened up on Sundays? Are you waiting for more information later in the week with injury reports and, and holding off until late in the week? How do you handle NFL games just in general uh, on a week to week basis? But in the beginning of the week. In the beginning of the week, I try to try to look at uh, try to assess the numbers and the injuries together, and kind of get a read on these injuries that you know you think guys are going to play, it, even though that you know they're, they're listed as questionable or whatnot, and try to take advantage of a number like that. Kind of look at that way with with Trevor Lawrence this week as an example. Um, I know he's got a knee sprain; he's he's kind of listed as day to day in practice today, but I expect him to play. I actually think the Jags, who are now getting three points, last I saw, are are the right side there. But more and le- more often than not, as the season progresses, guys, I am waiting till, till a little bit later. Until I see something that really jumps out because these injuries just keep piling up and piling up. And these coaches, you know, are becoming more cryptic like NHL teams with, with what they really tell you, whether it's true or not. So it's kind of tough to get a, get a good read. And the other thing, too, you know, it's always important, as we all know, to, to jump on the best number you can get. But these NFL lines that come out, they're pretty they're pretty, so pretty sharp. They don't move a so at least on the point spreads, the totals can tend to move here and there, especially based on weather as things get going later in the week. So I think if I really see something I like um, that really kind of jumps out at me, but other than that, I'm, I'm more towards wait till the till the week. I got a little bit of a handle on who's playing and who's not. 7.2 out of 10, the brawl? You showed it to me. Yeah, it was pretty good. Solid. <laughs> it was Better solid. than we thought. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I don't know if it'll affect the game at all, unless Eckler got a concussion or something in the yeah in the Frankies. Better, be better right. brawl than that Browns North Niners thing yesterday. I think so. It was better. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it was a little better. Uh, is right. is there a team just in in general or a team that you are looking at or against every week? You just know, like, hey, this team is either better than the market or worse than the market. Well, the Bears, you know, we're talking about the Bears with the Broncos in terms of the negative side of things. Uh, the Bears and the Broncos are certainly two teams that, that I haven't wanted much part of before the season, before last season. I've been kind of against those teams for two years running now. One of the few things I've gotten right. But uh, as far as teams to bet on, I tell you what, guys, I mean, I know that what did the bet against uh, Buffalo, but this Dolphins team showed me a lot last week. I mean, they, the, Sunday, they came out flat. They go down 14 nothing, and then they still boat race and cover the spread by a t- So, 
I, I this offense is is something to see. Uh, I think that game is really, really interesting. So I'm I'm very high on Miami right now. I don't, yeah, I know they've won five straight games. They did cover on Thursday, but it was, it was sloppy. It was ugly. Their offense seems to be a little discombobulated. Very curious to see how the Chargers play this week because the Chargers have played uh, the Chiefs tough uh, since Herbert came on board. A lot of close games. They haven't won any of them. Uh, they've covered several of them, but they've been in most of them. So, you know, I'd be looking at, at possibly the Chargers, depending on how they come out of this game tonight, because I'm not so sure where Kansas City is. There are a lot of teams right now that, that it's a lot of almost go against than go on. Uh, there's just so many teams that are mediocre or worse. Um, there's very few teams at the top that are icy or, you know, juggernauts. I thought the Niners were such a team. Um, I'm not totally sold on Philly yet. I know they've been dealing with injuries. So, so yeah, so I'm looking on the positive end. I, I really like where Miami's heading right now. And on the negative end, I, I would just – I don't see how you back the Broncos. I don't see how you kept, kept back the Bears. Another team, real quick, is I put out yesterday, just real quick, that Houston Texans team is funky. C.J. Stroud coming into this. I've been anti-Ohio State quarterback for years and years, but I said after that national championship game, if any Ohio State quarterback is going to buck the NFL trend, it's going to be Stroud. And so far, he's done just that. He looked really, really, really hard. So anytime they're catching points against a mediocre team at best, I'd be looking at You can follow him on Twitter, Matt R. Jacob. Matt, uh, we are up against it, man. We appreciate a couple of minutes today. Thank you very much, sir. You bet. What do you think of C.J. Stroud? No, you know what? I'm not going to go there. I was, I was team C.J. Stroud before the draft. <sighs> it did remind me of something. Uh-oh. 57 today? Yeah? You got time. Okay. All right. And this involves you, too. Your boy Derek Carr. <laughs> what are we doing in this game yesterday? You got a fourth down that you Check have down. to convert inside the ten. I like you got to protect the completion percentage. Check too. down immediately. You got to protect your completion percentage. You knew exactly what of I was course. referring to. Of course I did. I watched. I covered it for four years. Of course I knew what you were talking about. You didn't, Not you only didn't did even, I know what you were talking you didn't even about, see the play, right? Of course I did. Not you only did, did I did I know what you were talking about. I was watching the game. I said I was watching Red Zone up in the in the press box. And I'm sitting there, and it's fourth and four, and I say to everybody around me who's all been around this team for years, he's he's throwing to the running back. He's going to check down. He didn't even look. Of course not. He turned. He snapped immediately to Kamara, and two Texans defenders were just standing there waiting to swallow him up. Well, they. I mean, I know. They know. Uh, I mean, it's not hard to know if you watch his tape what he's going to do with the ball. And, John, completion percentage is more important than wins or anything else, right? That's the most important thing? Sure. How about getting the ball to your best player? (laughs) There we go. Okay. Sure. Here comes the spin. Then run a route where he gets four yards before you throw it to him. They knew what was coming. In fact, there had to be something open in the flat 10 yards downfield because everybody came up to cover Kamara. And if it's not there, he takes a sack, right? Can't ruin the completion percentage. Yeah, although, I'm looking at some photo that Chris Olave has circled and opened, but we can all be Monday morning quarterbacks. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite. But don't Monday you have to morning- look at him to throw it to him? That's a, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, that's also my favorite Monday morning quarterback thing. Here's a still frame of an event that's going yeah. like a million miles yeah. an hour. Of course he should have made that throw. Should have at least looked. I mean, that's my point. I just, just you know. Kamara, oh. in that case, should be the last option. He took the snap and just threw it right to, right to him. <laughs> Just give me a shot. I was hot, man. Almost as hot in as the I am still, right now. In the still frame, when Olave's open, is the ball already released? 
He is eyeing down um, Kamari. He is already. <laughs> He's not even so uh, uh, for the studio, JVT is to my right. Adam is to my left. He is already looking at Kamara. Yeah. But why, 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 would you, have why would you even look away to make the defense think it's going anywhere? I, I watched the play. He snapped so quickly to Kamara that I thought it was like a, almost like a pump and then go downfield. Like, okay, they're going to think I'm going to swing this out here, but that would be the stupid play to make. I know I'm going to throw it into the end zone. Nope. Immediately slung it to him. He gave him an opportunity. That's all. We, why aren't we talking about Kamara here? He gave him an opportunity to make a play. 702-364-1100-364-1100. Two tickets, VGK Montreal. Collar number seven. Tickets to the Monday matchup on October 30th at 7 p.m. between VGK and Montreal. Collar number seven, 702-364-1100. We're out of here. Got to open that door. Nice breeze in here.